This is a HeadGum Podcast. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So, digging a tunnel at the park. Yeah. Um, just normal Sunday, I guess every Sunday for uh, six or seven years. Just getting in there um, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, a couple shovels and uh, this and that. And I get down, God, I want to say about 600 meters. Okay. And... All of a sudden, I start getting poked at by these fucking park cops. Have you seen these? Yes, with their little... And because they're park cops, they, of course, carry, like, sticks. Yeah. Like, Wooden stick. Yes, because they, like, they love, like, the earth and trees. Yeah. And frankly, I don't have a problem if they're in uniform and they identify mm. themselves, but some of them are posing as like concerned parents who think their kids are going to fall into this giant hole, you yes. know, which yes. by the way, 600 meters isn't exactly giant. I would have yes. liked to see it a lot deeper. And even some of them pose as regular cops. Oh my God. It's like, you're not real cops. This is a park. Right. And I start trying to grab their gun to prove that it's a stick. You know, yes. I keep reaching yes. over it, it's clutching at their yes. hip. But they spin around so fast. Oh, my like, God. The hip movement on these fucking oh park God. cops. And they're like, you can't it's hypnotic. It. You can't do a concrete Hypnot- pour in here. Like, you can't mm-hmm. build a steel staircase at the bottom of your hole. And I'm getting frustrated now. And I start, I grab a stick of my own. I go, how, how would you like it? Right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm swinging the fucking thing around. I hit myself in the ear a couple times. It's so I'm dark bleeding. down there, too. It's oh, like my God. meters down. That's dark in the hole. It's also dark at the park. It's after midnight yeah sure you know and so um basically they they go hey either you fill that thing in or we're gonna fill it and i go go ahead and i get at the bottom of the hole sure enough they start pouring dirt on top they did they they, so they they actually attempted to bury you Mm -hmm. which is why i'm late park justice yeah isn't that the most disgusting thing you've ever heard park justice they -hmm. like nature so much they want you to become a part of it Mm -hmm. To join the roots of the trees. Hello and welcome to Hollywood welcome Handbook, Hollywood and Handbook Insider's, Guide Insider's Guide to Kicking, to kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Linebacker Hallways in this industry, industry we call showbiz. showbiz. What up, what up? We got a really good guest today. It's a corker. Be on high alert. We do have a corker in store. Calling it now. And people guest... have been saying for years. Giving birthday time is... Can you have Dave? When are you gonna bring back Dave Thomas? Shut up! When I'm fucking ready. When Dave's ready. I'm busy. You don't snap your fingers and Dave just, you know, comes uh, right up to your table and does your bidding. What you do is you wait. You 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 soften the soil. It's like digging a big hole in some ways. In every way. You check the weather report the night before. You say. Is Dave going to be primed so that I can dig in and suck his ass onto my fucking disgusting little podcast? And the fact of the matter is, he finally was. You're welcome, folks. Dave, say hi. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What have you been up to lately? Hey, hi. Boy, talk about a good ass sucking. I feel so relieved. Um, uh, Well, you know. I haven't been doing a lot. Yeah. I've been staying at home like everybody else in the country. Yeah. But real, like, we just sell it, you know? Yeah. Like, we really, (laughs) we need the momentum from this to kind of ride through the whole show. So, we don't have anything else. So, like, whatever you say here is going to kind of set the tone. Mm -hmm. We really need you. We really need you to have done a lot. It's going to go badly then, I think, is what we're saying here. Okay, we the, definitely can't have that. Our last, have that again. Our last couple have gone really bad. It's been pretty low energy, so we do need you to kind of. We can probably park. start the show over, or hit it, Kevin. Just, hit it, or hit just it. or just end it here. 
We can't end it. Contractual. We cannot end it. Yeah, we won't advertise. Okay, so while the song is going, Dave, you think about it's been how long? Kevin's kind of years, just shy of eight years. Eight years since you've done this show. Are you kidding? May 2014. We never did on this show. Holy shit! Yeah, my life has completely changed since May 2014. It's oh, just wow. unbelievable. Okay, yeah, tell us the about it. The stuff that's happened since yeah, 2014. Christ, yeah. It's shocking to me. Okay. And wow. Uh, Any details at all? Yeah. Or? Well, let's see. I, I moved out of comedy and went into drama. Just oh! You probably oh, already picked okay. up on that. I have and, noticed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I started working on Bones in 2014. Okay. And mm-hmm. yeah. then I went to the blacklist and then I wrote a book. Good wow. lord. Book? And I haven't thought of a joke Dave. or had a funny idea in seven years. Wow. Maybe eight. Okay. So we got you at the tail end there. Yeah. You, you had did. some funny shit on the last episode. And that that's sort of I the did? last recorded funniness i, I, I was doing a lot of the work but yeah there was some there was some I good think you stuff. were doing the heavy lifting sean uh, we, we had always it, did it ended up coming out okay so you, you mentioned the book uh the book is a quantum thriller is that correct yeah quantum mystery man quantum I mean, everybody's, wow. everyone's working on these now they're all mm-hmm. the rage mm-hmm. and uh and it's cybernetic is that correct no not at all no, it's uh, Jesus. It's not. It's not it's at not all cybernetic. Cybernetic. Okay. Well, Kevin, it's it's many worlds. We get these notes from Kevin. It's moving know. through the many world theory of uh, of a Princeton physicist named Hugh Everett the Third, moving through his concept that life at for every binary choice can go this way or that, but it actually wow. goes both ways, and they proved that now wow. in a lab. That's the beauty of science. It ultimately catches up with itself. Wow. It sounds I think that's a very right there. Boring. Yeah. It sounds like you are interested in it, which I love for you. It sounds a little <laughs> bit lame and boring. Uh I know when I spoke with you, you had said you had not recorded an audiobook version of this. That's right. Uh, we were hoping actually to kind of help you sell the sizzle, but not the steak, uh, which is going to be hard here. But but put together um, some excerpts, some some you know excerpts read by the author, who is a performer in his own right. Yes, David? was a performer in his own right before he retired. But go on. But go on. Come on, Bogman himself is here. Bogman. Uh, Whoa, a blast from the past. Of course, people are going to be familiar with your famous Bogman character. And now that now that we have I get here, a lot of requests, even and, today. And so we can, you know, we can uh have you or Bogman or both of you read a couple of pieces of the book and uh and and use these as, as marketing tools in order to promote it. Because where are we at with this? Are we are we like running copies off the assembly line? Like where can this be stopped at this point? No, it's already on Amazon. My guy got the book has come out. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like this, and it's already on Amazon. Okay, okay. There's but you can do all this stuff. First of all, Amazon with these like Kindles and things. I've been reading books on the Kindle. And sometimes I can tell that they're like making changes in it while I'm reading it. Yeah, they go, oh, oops. Uh, I like what, what pre- I hear a lot like is a the premise for a bit is the reader will go, er, um, and I'm like, you think so? I wouldn't you think, think the author. Hmm, okay. no, that, sometimes they write that in the text, though. He might actually be reading that. It's coming up so much. It's almost yeah. every author, other sentence, and it's changing while I like they're deleting stuff, they're typing new things. Sean, I gotta, typing, just like, I gotta wait, say, wait. as an author, or, um, is one of my favorite things to write. Okay, and, so then you, as the uh, omniscient narrator, are often saying "er um" and then making a new choice about the language you used, or even the the entire premise of the book. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the 
That's really cool then. Yeah. This uh, and a minute first... ago when I was talking about those binary choices of being able to go left and right, you're making yeah. fun of me, but now you're embracing it. And that I love. See, we've mm-hmm. come full circle. To, you've, tr- uh, you've tricked me into being interesting in this incredibly dry topic. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I do want to share with Hayes, I want to be honest with him, that Dave uh, was showing us a little bit of the book before mm. uh, we started recording, and it um, uh, they got my man. They they hit him with the ant size print. The The print is so small, no one print will be able to read it. too teeny. Okay. Yeah. Let me it's just say, yeah. this is first printing. First printing always sucks. It always like the book is always bad. It always like it always looks weird. I Once say first you get printing to yes, first printing as a novelist myself, first printing is just the beginning of a negotiation. Yep, that's mm-hmm. where you start. Then you start making your demands. Hey, I got to be able to actually read this bitch. I'm in that's that what I with say. the publisher now. Mm-hmm. Uh, truer words have never been spoken, Sean. I'm into it with him. We now, are I noticed- deep. I noticed when you held up the book, there's another uh, name on the front uh, underwritten by it. So that is that who wrote the book? Uh, er, um, <laughs> no, no, that's not who wrote the book. Okay, that's my co-author. Okay, so yeah. you're implying here that he ghosted it, and I didn't write a fucking thing, right? I uh, just I'm, I'm I'm inferring from you know what I know of your history of collaboration. Mm. Man, oh man, are you specifically talking about my collaboration with you now? Because I can think of a sketch that I wrote for you that you take credit for about a guy that just loved tacos, and it was just a guy <laughs> that loved tacos, and he went all over the world eating tacos. And doesn't that sound like a funny sketch? All over the world, it does. Danish I, taco. And then mm-hmm. you took credit for it. You stole it from me. I took that, credit. And look mm-hmm. where it's gotten me. I'm now world famous as the taco sketch guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dining out every night of the week with all the big players in town. You are. Um, Dave, uh, let's let's try this. Let's get. Um, why don't you just read a little bit of the book and then sure. we'll see if we give you a note, some direction, and we'll get something recorded, hopefully, that you can use to get, kind of move these copies, get the first press selling through so we mm-hmm. can actually print one people can read. Mm-hmm. So I'm on Pacific Coast Highway in my Dodge Charger Hellcat. The Hellcat is the fastest street legal production sedan in the world. I got 707 supercharged horsepower under my right foot, and all that power is coupled with 650 pound-feet of torque delivered through a beefed-up eight-speed transmission. What does all this car talk mean? It means that the three L.A. County Sheriff Crown Vic black and whites on my tail don't have a hope in hell of catching me. Their top speed is 129. Mine is 204. No contest except for two things. Okay. Go on. Okay. Okay. I want to hear the two things. I do just want to make clear this. I mean, just like sort of knowing this is I think you might be reading your diary. I don't. I don't know if this is this is the book. The book is about a Boston guy, right? Like this. Yeah. When I've spoken. Yeah, you're right. You You know what? You're right. I'm reading the wrong thing here. Fuck. Can't. That happens. That happens all the time with these audiobook records. We we go through this so much. That's why Hayes pegged it so quickly, and because you did tell us that story immediately before we started recording. Um, Well. So you were tipped off, but you didn't get to the two things. Uh, yeah. What were the, what were the two, what are the two things? Well, I'm not going to tell you that now because that's not my book. Okay. Okay. I mean, that makes no sense that I would say that. Let me, uh, let me, how old is Jimmy? Roughly. He's early thirties. Can we do like from Boston? Okay. Here are my suggestions. Yeah, night uh seventeen high school thief. Okay, so we get uh no, like Noah Cent- we get Noah Centineo for him. Can we uh? Do you know Noah? Can we knock Do it what? down a little bit? Knock actually. that down a little bit. Seventeen yeah. is feeling a little long in the tooth for me in terms of something okay. I want to like. Yeah, actually read about. Okay, so what? Fifteen, twelve. <laughs> 
I was thinking 10. 10. Okay. Jimmy's 10. 10 works. Noah Centineo can play 10. Uh, Big time thief. Why, you know? Big time? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind if he drives this Dodge Hellcat you were just describing. I mean, that that's pretty good. You know, let's let's toss that in. I mean, great artist steel, right? So whatever you were reading from, just now that's part of it. So this 10-year-old's driving this Dodge Hellcat. Mm-hmm. Crazy big thief. Noah Centineo's playing him. And I actually mistakenly yeah. read from my second book. I realized what I did now. Mm-hmm. And the first book I could read you a little of because I okay. really like your criticism on that. Okay. You, you've been really helpful by giving me an age range that I think I can work with. What did you end up with? 10? 10. Something yeah, like 10. that. It's not a range. It's for a main that, that, that's protagonist. Be that. We yeah. landed okay. on a firm number that everybody feels is probably best. Mm-hmm. So here's how it would go then. James P. Layton was 10. Mm-hmm. A young old pro who could pick a lot, climb a trellis, pry open a window, and silently loot the valuables in a home while the owners slept, never harming anyone in the process, more out of a low-profile pro- low self-interest than innate goodness. At 5'10 and 150 pounds, he was big for 10. But the boyish Southie thief had talked and squeezed and sometimes fought his way out of more than one tight scrape after another. Tonight was different. Tonight, he might die. Are you guys on the edge of your seats yet? Wow. I I, I It's kind of scary. Yeah. Too scary for you? I guess when I go to read a book, I don't want to piss my fucking trousers, dog. You do or you don't? I'm just looking to chill out a little bit. No, no, thank you. He doesn't anymore. There was definitely a time when... You when Sean would go into a book like fully intending to well when I was Jimmy Layton's age maybe yes. but mm-hmm. these days uh you know older wiser and I, I'm kind of looking to relax do we need well, all this stealing one. stuff that's page one this is a three hundred and hold on this is a lot of rewriting you're suggesting that uh, so are you there. saying you turned down the heat for the rest of the book that page one is all the action, and then we kind of get into just oh, it does. Maybe Jimmy down. does a puzzle or something. In fact, the last it's out of three hundred and twenty-eight pages, the last hundred and twenty-eight pages are blank. That's okay. how relaxed it gets. Wow. Is that relaxed enough for you guys? I'm loving. That's this. very chill. I this was another deal I made with the publisher is because we just put notes. Mm-hmm. at the top of that so people oh. could make their own notes if they wanted yeah. to or That's they so could write useful. they could write their own book they didn't have to read any more of my book they could or yeah. the other guy that I wrote this with Max Allen Collins who actually really wrote it but I'm copying to that okay, now before you, you were guys, saying that okay yeah <laughs> that was you know I just was one. so fat okay. we applied no pressure at all to you and <laughs> You guys are instantly. I know. You guys are the Woodward and Bernstein of podcasts. You can just make somebody cave right away. You know. So can I? No, uh, you said five ten one fifty. Yeah. I'm thinking six six four two fifteen. At the age of ten, cut to ribbons. Big kid. Yeah, five ten one fifty. It's like. Those are rookie numbers. Got to pump those numbers up, right? Triangle on a hay meme. Triangle shaped torso, upside down triangle torso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Give know, yeah. trapezoid, big traps, like, <laughs> enormous traps, like, like mm-hmm. those sort of uh, the frog thing where the guy does that. Yes, muscle pose, and the muscles come from just slightly above his ears, all mm-hmm. the way to the sh- shoulder caps. Yes. All right. Traps. Lats for lats for weeks. We're gonna want to get those rhomboids like and scalenes mm-hmm. uh, popping out. I want to see every single one. I wouldn't mind having the intercostal muscles between the ribs uh, 
have each have their own identity mm-hmm. well, within the within idea. the story. They should yeah. be sort of a character like like Southie. Maybe mm-hmm. they could be little stories within the story. Is that what you're thinking? Some kind of a these little. Yeah, I, I don't costumes. want to write the thing for you, but maybe we follow. Why don't the you? The other muscles. guy did. I could use your help. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm an unabashed uh, thief. I, I, I'll take whatever help I can get. Well, yeah, we, we're we're trying to give it to you. So I I guess. I'd love to hear a, a little bit of this new version of the audiobook where the guy is, what did we decide on? 610, 225? Yeah, 225, I think, works. If it's if it's all muscle, it's going to weigh a lot. And then we just kind of go through his muscles but and name them. 30-inch waist. Do not want too much waist. So 30 is good. Like You already used the word 30 for his age. You can keep so those. keep that. Just move that down for his his waist. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to make big friends with the publisher. He's going to love that. That's a cash saving mm. chain. It's brilliant. <laughs> can, we, can we give but him I, an extremely but, small feet? What? Okay, I th- I like that, like an animated mm-hmm. figure. Yeah, and that's how he sneaks in and out of with all these houses. Feet? When he walks around, it goes. He actually that ain't waking nobody up. He makes yeah. that verbally, that sound verbally when he's that's walking the, that's the sound he makes to cover up. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the rhythm of his. So feet. James P. Layton was tan, mm-hmm. a young old pro who could pick a lock, climb a, tele, climb a trellis, pry open a window, and silently loot the valuables in a home while the owners slept. Weighing young, in at uh, two hundred and twenty-five pounds, mm-hmm. looking like an inverted triangle. <laughs> He was a human mass of muscle, beyond belief, a piece of sculpted flesh that bodybuilders would envy. No hormones drove this man to the perfectly sculpted form that he carried around. He was his own master. He did it with a diet that was purely plant-based. How many is this? This is so good. That's the, really nice. The plant-based diet thing we didn't even give you, but yes, I, but you we were going to. Oh, the this other is... guy did. Matt oh, he, gave me wow. That. Oh, so he's there. He's continuing to give you. He's still, I have he's no still idea. This up. Okay. He's he's just typing stuff in for me. Okay. On, uh, on the screen while we're talking. That's great. I think I like the new stuff. Some of the like. Climbing the trellis. All right, and all right. We can cut that. Picking the lock. It's hey, like, I'm a team player. What the fuck am I reading? Like, we can what cut is that. this shit. First of all, you're not reading anything. I can't picture it, you know? First, you're not reading anything. You're just sitting there critiquing a read that's coming to you verbally. So, in fairness, you're making your suggestions verbally, and I'm taking them and think- embracing them, by the way. What do you oh. think, Sean? What are you picturing? Like with the Sean is really great with like physical, like movement based stuff. Well, I know that he had dug yeah. a what was it a six hundred meter hole at the beginning of the show. Yeah, that to me is an indication of some mm-hmm. physical skills. Yeah, I just understand space, so I I'm thinking we might want to put Johnny. It's Johnny, right? Jimmy. Jimmy. Might want to make that Johnny. So I could, I could, I could, I could go for that. Yeah. Let's put Johnny selling different novelty floaties at the beach. Mm. He's got like a big inflatable guitar that you could ride on. Um, could have a dolphin, maybe a white Bengal tiger, and uh, let's have him. Uh, Let's have him in a a pretty form-fitting suit there as well. Uh, his, his trunks, you're talking. That's right. You're thinking of Speedo. I, I don't want to get into Speedo. brands because I don't want to be on the hook with paying them. Mm-hmm. I understand that. So if form-fitting, you're talking the form of his schlong. 
is going to be these ten. I never said completely. Come on, come on man. Yes, come it's going to be his... completely visible. I'm only because t- if this guy's got these traps and this body, not to mention intercostals that are small characters that are going to play throughout the novel at a later point. Mm-hmm. He's got a schlong. He's got a personality too. I mean, come on, it's fair is fair. Well, I, I, I don't, I, I don't disagree with the fundamental storytelling concept yeah. you're bringing mm-hmm. up. I, I, I think in the current climate we live in, yeah, this ten year old, we're probably going to want to focus just on the muscles and not get into like the schlong. Uh, as that's, you so delicately oh, put it, politically incorrect. You think a little bit, maybe it'll come back around. It's you yeah, know? this it's stuff is now. cyclical. I'm not saying, hey, when we write, when we write, uh, you know, Johnny Johnny Quantum Two, mm-hmm. uh, I I think we could definitely get into the schlong, and he'll have he'll have grown up a little bit too. Um, so we're changing his last name too. It's not Layton Layton anymore. It's Quantum Johnny mm-hmm. Quantum. Well, didn't you say it's a quantum mystery? Yeah. Oh, oh so if it's quantum mystery, cover, then right? like, what it we... should be his name. I didn't get. I didn't mm-hmm. make that connection. That's yeah. brilliant. So if it's a quantum mystery, the guy's name should be quantum. I would think, be. yeah, because it's not a latent mystery, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not a latent mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's you... not. Not at all. Yeah. So. You know, let's actually tell people what they're buying. Man, I forgot on the uh, what's going on. You get a phone call. You could take it. I got to start the whole interview over. Sorry. Oh no. Can oh. we go back to that six hundred meter hole? Is that too? Is that too far back for you guys? Maybe we could like come up with some better stuff that you were doing, like in well, the that, eight that years. That's hard. really where I think since, it fell apart since we yeah. last did the show. Yeah. The whole stuff we have, you weren't doing anything, so it's yeah. Like, I could yeah. take a break while you do that, and then once you've done the front part of what I did over and made me look good, I'll come in and take credit for it, like okay. I did Kevin, with the book. Kevin can be, like Kevin actually. We always have Kevin ready to kind of like jump in and be an understudy for a guest who's flailing, and so. We Kevin can we can start the show. Kevin can talk about what you what what he you Dave have done over the last eight years as Dave, and you can actually give notes on that. He's Kevin is great at at getting notes, uh, and so then we can get back into some of the book stuff. If that like does that work? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, Kevin, Do I need you, to be you, there to listen to that, or can I come back in later? Uh, I guess. Like, listen to Kevin. Yeah, I Kevin, understand why you're asking. I, you know, I'm not. Yeah, it's not you lost know. on me. Um, Kevin you, without an audience, I don't know. I'm just a little. Yeah, he, and also because I might want to leave. Like the and reaction. So yeah, if you're leaving and then I also, I leave think I'm gonna and, go as well. Yeah, yeah, and so like I think it's probably safer if you're here so that I just if so I we feel even like know it, Kevin really does it. Yeah, exactly. So it's just me and Kevin then. You two will be gone. Ideally, I might stay. Yes. I definitely might stay. Okay. Kevin, do you think he should stay? No. Wait, is so Kevin not allowed to he, talk? He, he doesn't have to stay. It's oh, up okay. to him, honestly. See, now I think I actually am going to stay because I know that like once I'm out of the room, he'll start like pulling his shirt like off the shoulder kind of like he does he's kind of like i don't know it's like we're recording this on video i'll go back yeah exactly that's exactly right so we're doing this record on video sometimes i'll go back and watch when if i leave during an episode and kevin will become very coquettish as soon as as soon as he's left alone so kevin why you hit the song lets me do this stuff yes here's something i brought for this show Wow. I don't know if all your guests do it. This is called an EpiPen. And I brought this uh, yes, in case yes. I had an allergic reaction. Yes, all of our to guests. What was do going this. on that I could just to the book ink. Take this off, undo mm-hmm. the seal, yeah, and then jam it into my thigh mm-hmm. so that I don't end up being in a situation where my throat closes and I can't talk anymore. Yeah. Some people yeah. are allergic to the truth. 
And so they will bring an EpiPen when when they do this show. And... I'm allergic to being exposed as the fraud mm-hmm. that I am. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is a, a, it's a throat-closing experience. So I'll be at a point where pretty soon I'm going to have to use this EpiPen and then I'm going to be fucked. I'll be out of it for a little while. I'll be honest with you. Oh, you, you 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 trip out on that. So you've used you've used these. You recreationally use EpiPens. Is well, what I I'm don't. Learning. Hold on. First of all, I take some hydrocodone. Oh, then I take the EpiPen. Okay. Then, then I got I do the cocktail. That, that that rattle, the old rattlesnakes here. Uh, that's how you trip out. You don't just <laughs> get there. You don't just get there with the EpiPen. You have to take the hydrocodone first Uh and be in that sort of like, what the fuck is this state? Then Mm. the EpiPen lights the fuse. Bam! That thing goes in there. And I look down and all of a sudden my feet get tiny. My body starts to take a triangular shape. And I think to myself, oh, I'm that guy they were describing. I'm the muscle guy with the intercostals to talk to each other. I've become Johnny Quantum. Yeah. A new superhero that can't do anything except take credit for other people's stuff and then overdose as well, a solution. See, I love this 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 honesty that I think we've wrung out of you because we do Hayes and I suffer from an affliction. It's it's like your allergy to being exposed. We're actually um we're physically incapable of sugarcoating it. Mm-hmm. And it is we terminal. give we give you and the audience the straight dope. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it'll be what I, kills me. I and, sensed that at the beginning mm-hmm. because very you, few, very few ahead, comedians. There's a metaphor in comedy that you're digging a hole for yourself. Very few comedians will open a show by digging a hole for themselves mm-hmm. and, and putting them and their guests in that hole. Mm-hmm. That's an that's, that tipped me off right away that I was screwed. Mm-hmm. That you were basically digging a hole, not just for me, but for this whole show, and for that we were show. all going to go down the shitter together. Mm-hmm. And very I, few uh, comedians, really, just one. Sean just and I, technically, career-wise, are combined one comedian. And just in together, terms of like we're the only one that does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you because we open the show by digging a hole, then we climb in the hole, then we bury ourselves in the guest. And no one with hears the from us ever again. Don't forget that. You bury yourself with the guest. And this guest, I got to say, walked into that hole willingly and knowingly and accepted the fate. Well, you just seem so fucking tired. Yeah. Like the idea of just laying down in that old hole, man. I'll tell you. Some it's kind like, of freedom there. Not so bad in here. It's a vertical grave, and I was happy to embrace <laughs> it. You know? And and at the same time, to be able to get the release of finally telling the truth that I didn't write this book or anything, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Well, how and could that, you? You're fucking shot up on uh, <laughs> hydrocodone and EpiPen. Well... You're okay. speedballing with those two all day, every day. It's like, you're not going to write a book. I Although, have, I have a backup. Wow. Christ, man. She bites. I have a backup <laughs> pill case in case something happens to Because who knows? I mean, you know, people come in here all the time and steal my shit. I'm not, okay, I'm not paranoid. But I'll tell you something. Oh, yeah. People come in here all the time and steal my shit. And I got a lot of valuable stuff in here. I got mm-hmm. EpiPens. I got like massive amounts of hydrocodone and i basically i i'm vulnerable mm-hmm. and when mm-hmm. i do a, something like this where i'm on the air being exposed like this this is well it's a frightening thing let me tell you guys i can't begin to tell you how frightening it is well this is exactly why we were saying i don't know why you're writing a book about somebody who's breaking in and stealing stuff when it's obviously terrifying to you it's actually happening mm-hmm. to you Hey, it was and a you're metaphor. You're scaring me. It was a metaphor for me, man. I don't, my character breaks into people's houses and steals stuff, and I break into people's minds and steal their ideas. Mm. Guess what? 
that guy is me. Johnny Quantum is this guy. Dave Thomas. Dave, in the words of Bob Hope, Dave never had a good idea in his life. Thomas. Wow. Talk oh, about wow. confession. And you guys yeah, have sure. wrung it out of me as yeah. only you two can do. But you got the last laugh in the end with Bob, huh? We, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you. No, it was an ancient reference that none of your viewers will even know who he is or listeners. I guess we... today viewers too, because you're videotaping this. I don't know why you decided to do that, but, uh, you know, you guys have your own mysterious way of doing things. So. They want to see that you have two computers. Mysterious. They want to know. They want to see you on a screen, but behind you see another computer that you could be on. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what they want to see, and I know this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what they want to see. That's what they all want to see. It always cha cha cha. What they want. They look at that and they go, "If I could just get that combo, that mm-hmm. sweet combo." Hmm. Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready to go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never-frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just want to. I just want to establish. Mm-hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients. Like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons and what are some of them? It's one big add-on okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise is the meal makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a fueled lot of these, up and feeling I know, good give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like is that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you and your bed? The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com/slash/theboys50 and use code THEBOYS50 to get 50% off. That's code THEBOYS50 at factormeals.com slash THEBOYS50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off, and Harry's agrees. So what we want to talk about today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. we, We always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new... Noted. Mascot, I don't know. Note for, taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you were in okay, recently. Uh, That's the prompt, and that'll take us into discussing the product. Particularly funny, the product funny to me or funny to just anyone? I, I mean, do you... You feel like there's a difference there, like you. Yeah, I mean, I've had things happen to me that I suppose you would find funny. Okay, but that you didn't find funny, and and well, you have no, things, not really. And you have things that have happened that you would find funny, but the rest of the world would not. Yeah, I guess I'm interested in that one. That I would find funny. Yes, but that others would not find funny. You seem to think that you have like a specific taste. When it comes to what's funny or ridiculous, that is not. I ordered a um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night, like a lavender scent. Okay. 
and uh, they they accidentally sent me two. Okay, so you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous, but mm-hmm. but you but you do. <laughs> I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make scent be- bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Bogo, baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a Bogo as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but that's uh, deals what that are. No, uh, but I, Clean Harry, punk. Harry's two bottles, buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find funny? Yes, punk? Uh, yes, sure, but that you didn't. Yeah. So you're attuned to, to this stuff. I got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat, and it somehow turned on. And you know that that was, was something other people would find funny based on well, the responses you were you were getting. A lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over <laughs> what happened was i was holding my laundry basket with both hands and i saw ooh, still a sock left in the dryer mm-hmm. so i stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies i wear sandals punk and as i'm picking it up i just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between there's like slats in there and stuck inside there and then i don't know who somebody pushed the button or what but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and i'm flying in circles help punk help me you punks are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast no no okay, no i'm so. wearing all of them by the end of the cycle Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey, guys. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're yes. the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was about 19 dresses into receiving yeah. each one of the 27 mm-hmm. dresses from the movie 27 Dresses yeah. before I found out how much it was costing yes. that they intended to send me. By the way, you'll this will shock you. 54 dresses if i did not cancel and i you know you I go, oh, also well, got by, an point at by least. like dress 14 15 i think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear yeah and one of them was a dressing yeah one of them was a was it, a fr- was a what, was it was a vinaigrette. It was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was, most of that was the the dresses. Well, yeah, I mean, you're talking about Hollywood memorabilia. You're talking about, like, ornate gowns, you know, in some cases. And so that was, uh, 
Yeah, that was costing me a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys. That's rocketmoney.com slash the boys. Rocketmoney.com slash the boys. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Do we want to, Kevin? Do you want to jump, like, get the beginning again, and um, you, you, get it you clean? Can, yeah, yeah, you can do your your Dave opening forum, and then Dave can launch in on that, or Dave can give his notes, like, whatever. Does that sound good? Okay, Sean's gone. Sean is completely quit. He did say he was maybe going to leave though. So it's me and Mickey Mouse. And Mickey's asking me about post-nut clarity. And I'm like, Mickey, we're at Disneyland. You cannot ask questions like that. I'm back. He's back. Because I just liked the okay, idea. Dave did. I liked the area. Dave did just <laughs> Dave, leave. Dave took off. Is that all? Which that's maybe good. Yeah, that's what you. That's what you have. Is it? Because the book he was like the. Book, I heard that. You know, what? Yeah, yeah. I just pretended to take off so I could hear what you really thought. Oh yeah, Sean Clements. I have exposed Don't you. Don't you use my full name, Dave Thomas? Why is that something you don't do on this show? It's just yeah, the way no. you said it. Yeah, we're all friends here. Hey. I see you've got exercise equipment behind you, and that yeah. must explain why you're just ripped as shit. What's going on, man? You didn't used to be like that. Yeah, I just uh, I decided I wanted to make a change. I decided I wanted to, you know, be the the Johnny Quantum that I'd always imagined I could be. I, I guess that's a big part of why I had those notes. Now that you tell me, you know, your version of the book is a confession of you breaking into people's minds and stealing it. Mine is a confession of like each of my intercostal muscles has become like a child to me. Mm -hmm. oh. More so even than my own children. And they do have their own personality. They do and they tell some characters. stories. Holy smokes. Do you have any notes on Kevin's uh, ver version of your story that you were at Disneyland with Mickey Mouse and he asked you about post-nut clarity? I think that mm -hmm. was that was that I was thought it, that basically. was brilliant. Okay. And way better than anything I said. Okay. So, all right. If you guys want a really good show, mm -hmm. you're going to have Kevin as your guest, not me. Okay. We, um, I could tell from the way you said okay there that you kind of agree with that. That's good. I'm getting uh, to we you. Can't, we can't, I agree with Kevin some of it. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it was brilliant. I agree that it was better. So, like, like we are in agreement on some of this stuff. Uh, just the just the location being like Disneyland, the Southie thing is like this is not you know if you don't want to drive through it, I like you. Why would I want to experience it in a book? You know, Disneyland, Disneyland. Maybe I mean, hey, I got news for you. Hmm. I use Saudi as a springboard, hmm. as a kind of a diving board to dive off to another location. Hmm. It's the sort of thing that, you know, people you like dove to be... into an empty pool, you know what I mean? Well, some people would say that, but other people would think Cambridge, Massachusetts is a brilliant place where there are a lot of bright kids and wandering around just trying to make up their minds whether they're going to be an arty fart at Harvard or a tech yeah. whiz at MIT. Yeah, Sean I, I can think, talk about that. I mean, like, you know, Sean spent a couple rowdy years there. That's where he breaks Four in. Or so, mm -hmm. yeah. He yeah. breaks into a house in Cambridge, not in Saudi. So, fairness, fair, I've never been to Saudi. 
I wrote about it, but since we've already established that I'm a fraud, yeah, of course I would write Max, about it. Max grew up there. No, Max didn't either. I oh, tricked so, him into oh, writing wow. about Saudi, pretending that I'd lived there. But in fact, now, because you guys are so good at wringing the truth out of me, you lie. I'm about spilling the my thing. guts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I well, lied I, about the entire thing. I do wonder, you had such a positive reaction to Kevin's post-nut clarity story. Do we want to call it Cumbridge? Yeah, we could. We could mm-hmm. call it you Cumbridge. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Cum- Cumbridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. A place where you can achieve post-nut clarity. Mm-hmm. Send your kids to Cumbridge. Mm-hmm. No need to take out a big student loan there. And then as we're doing this sliding doors thing, maybe what we have is, you know, we have one scenario that goes pretty poorly where someone makes a series of mistakes. Then we walk through that exact same scenario if they had had post-nut clarity. And we see how they are able to sort of deftly maneuver through all the complicated, you know, social situations we land them in. So we got one sort of Mr. Bean type figure, right? Mm keeps keeps stumbling getting in his own way and then we've got mr cool aka post nut mickey mouse and and this guy he's like he's in a mentos ad you know it's like every everything that comes up he's somehow able to whatever just slide right through the limo on his own or lie down on the bench and make his suit pinstripe or whatever else he needs to do i'm sorry could you just repeat that last part i i i I whatever else he needs to do not that part, the part from beginning at our guest today's Dave Thomas, that part from okay. then, from there, from that Kevin, point forward. Hit the, yeah, hit the thing again. But, and maybe like a different story this time, just to like mm-hmm. kind of reset us, Kevin. A Dave story, you're Dave. So it's me and Minnie Mouse, okay. and she's asking, what's, the, to go for what's the kind of stuff that goes around in your head all day? Okay, Dave Dave's left gone. too. Two can so play that game. It is just you and me. Okay, Dave is clearly still there. Okay, yeah, he he was there the whole time. Every time you go off, Sean, I'm going off. I'm just going. Go off, King. You know why? Because it was your idea to go off, and mm-hmm. I copied it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh-huh. He's putting it into motion. Just what he threatened me with. That's right. It's a fact. And what's the end of this story? Minnie Mouse says, what's going on in your head all day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what That's are you the, telling her? What, happen, what happens after that, Kevin? And I say, you don't want to know. Let's not get into the details. I like it. Okay. Okay. Good. The tone. Somebody is, does. The tone it's kind of nice. a cliffhanger. The to- yeah. That's like, I did like the tone. The delivery's great. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to play in the book. Like, if what we're really talking about still is Dave's book. Mm-hmm. Well, you Max's can always spruce book, it up with an Urum. That's true. You know, that always that could work. Juice. You don't want to know. Or, um, let's not get into the details. Now you're talking. Woo. Yeah. Did you that, pull that could, out of the that fire? That could play on the page. Uh huh. Yeah. Talk about collaboration. Kevin, I think you and I ought to write a book, and I got to be give you a little warning up front you're going to be shouldering most of the work that his name goes first even though it's my name goes clearly first. alphabetically second yeah my name will go first kevin your name will go second you will do all the work and i will take all the credit and i'll get on some of my friends podcasts and thank you for collaborating if i feel like it but I'm so i've got this i've got the um the amazon preview open oh no they're just giving this stuff away i don't know if you're aware of this yeah basically the entire book is in here and it continues after you know you have the line tonight he might die really scary i would actually just cut that line entirely just lose it wait or just maybe say tonight he won't die yes yes that's right yeah and then it goes the owner of the Little Grill, Patrick Donovan, 
was working behind the bar. Five years older than his friend Jimmy, redheaded Pat was tall, trimly bearded, and blue-eyed, a paunch moving in on him. I remember that. I remember writing that. Yeah. Instead of the little grill, could it be like a Romano's Macaroni Grill? Mm-hmm. You ever been to Romano's Macaroni Grill? Same thought, yeah. Do we make it Romano's Macaroni Grill instead? How do they uh, get the macaroni to stay on there is my question. Macaroni Grill. Yeah. I'm going to give that some thought. It's not something I can embrace right off the right off the Okay, bat. the one suggestion, out. the one suggestion you don't like is a a chain with dozens of locations across the United States putting using that instead of the little grill. I don't want to go to this tiny grill. Uh, maybe instead of this guy's trim red beard, yeah, which I don't even know if we're going to get to, what we describe are his massive calves. Mm. Mm. You're working that theme. You love that. You love big buff guys. Yeah. Which calves explains- that you could rest a little uh, espresso cup on. I want somebody to identify with in the mm-hmm. story. You know what I mean? I need to see myself in there. I, I would love to see your calves because I got a feeling from what I see behind you, that they are gigantic. Buddy, you better believe I'm burning them out. I don't know where the spleenius starts and the gastrocnemius ends. Just a fucking wall of calf down there. Mm-hmm. I believe it. and I We call them veal parm. I'm scared for my shoes. <laughs> my calf ever decides to pop out and jump down onto my foot. That's it, man. Your tiny feet. Yeah, they're so small. Well, there's no there's no room for big feet when you got calves that large. They're just done. That's the fact. They I think they ate up a lot of the foot tissue. They just sort of sucked it on up in there, which I didn't know that's exactly how bodies work, but I'm finding out now. Excellent. Red hatted Pat was tall. Trimly bearded and blue eyed. What about huge, uh, huge caffed Pat? Mm-hmm. Was smoking huge, trimly shredded. Huge caffed Pat, right? Yes, and, huge uh, caffed Pat down. was smoking trimly shredded and steel hewn. Maybe instead of Pat, it's Pratt. Like Chris mm. Pratt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just in terms of like the doesn't look like you're little... writing it down. It looks like you were getting it. Okay, getting some pills. Yeah. Okay. Because I now know that I should have had one during the big hole digging opening. That there was that's time. Oh, should... Isn't that the that's worst? That's when feeling? I should have had yeah. my pill. Yes. The whole time you're just thinking, God, I had time to take another yeah. pill. And you're that's watching like the ship leave the dock. 54 minutes ago, I should have had this pill, and I would be <laughs> just in great shape by now. You'd be feeling no pain. Instead man. of suffering, thinking about a huge caffid path. Pratt. Pratt? You changed his name to Pratt? Yes. Yeah, that was while you were the you were were kind of digging around. Oh, I was looking for my through the old medicine chest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I run out of those, that's it. No, there's other ones here that are just way better. (laughs) These ones, these ones are these ones are pretty good. Oh, mama! Wow, piece of writing and life advice that you gave me, which was like. Always eat your strongest pill first. That way you'll always be eating your strongest pill. That's right. So I run out of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, so we we're totally gassed. We're absolutely done. I can't steal any more stuff. Yeah, no, we're totally done. We gotta get out of here right now. No, the books on books on what how what what kind of purchase you make the most money off of? Amazon you're gone? How do you make the most money? Oh, I'll like, come back for that. How should our <laughs> how should our four listeners buy it? They should go on Amazon and buy it. And they should buy the paperback version because it's more expensive than the Kindle. 
I'm not a big fan of Kindle. I'd be honest right up front. Neither okay. way they change the book while you're reading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Very it sounds like a comedic premise, but it's actually, actually just a thing. You'll be reading and someone will type in like, what's up, bitch? What's up? What up, bitch? Said Hugh Caffet Pratt. You like books, bitch? Sure seems like you do. What's up, nerd? Hey, everybody, get a load of this guy. He's reading a book. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. I know. Well. Bye. Hollywood Handbook. This week on the Patreon, Carl and Hassan discuss government conspiracies, the boys discuss the deal memo of the big My Favorite Murder acquisition, and the flagrant ones talk to Jaquise Neal about mostly all things basketball. Check out these bonus podcasts and videos of the full episodes, including today's with Dave at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Hollywood Handbook. That was a HeadGum Podcast.